This is episode 625 for July 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is from New Kids on the Block, uh, Step by Step. And it was the number one song back in uh, July of 1990. And that's where JR is taking us to July of 1990 for this uh, spider history episode so also we want to thank people that uh, support our podcast they log on to patreon.com and they sign up and they get some exclusive podcasts like our who is kindred episode and also they get uh, an amazing spider-man 2 dvd type commentary from all of us and it was a fun episode so if you're a patreon member you can listen to that episode another perk is you get your name read at the front end of every episode so i want to give a public thank you to jr robert kelly walter noah p sailor sega vinkman josh matt muhammad charlotte spider frederick alex frazetta hulk laura ira donnie curtis dat boy bob aj eric michael 2099 Scott, Jay, JB, Dowd, Will, Hafskimo, hashtag something good for you. Nick, Thomas, Symbiobro, Andrew, Craig, Patrick, Michael, Stephen, Stuart, John, and Ricky. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and they signed up and said, we like what you're doing. Keep doing more of it and let me support you guys. So patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, let's get on with the spider history episode with JR. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our Spider History with JR for July 2020. Welcome, JR. Well, hello. It's been a it's been a long month, you know, since the last Spider History, and I'm still trying to recover from the utter turd fest that was uh amazing in Peter Parker 18. So you've had a, you've had 20 years and a month to ponder it. Any guesses of who those the Green Goblin Five is since you've had time to think about it? Maybe Joey's the there you That's go. about the best I can go. Maybe it's Joey Z. Somebody said facade earlier. Facade. Facade <laughs> and Goblin 5. Two mysteries still not solved. The Spider fans. That's George up there. What's going on, George? Hello. I, I'm a year older. There you are. Your birthday's in July. Happy birthday. Thank you. No doubt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we record this in June. Okay. Um, we're going back. This is uh, 1990. Is that where we're going back to, Jr.? Uh, let me check and read the yes. Early July 1990. Well, that's early July. It was probably what March or something like that. The so. Return of the Sinister Six. Eric Larson is penciling and David Michelini on writing. This is back when Spider-Man during the summer used to go bi-weekly. Yep. Yep. So, uh, refresh me. When was the, is the annual, the first annual, the last time the Sinister Six were together? I believe so. Yeah. I believe that this is the first time the Sinister Six had gotten together uh, since the annual. And uh, yeah, so, uh, 1964, something like that, I think was the, uh, the to 1990. You, you'd think they'd gotten together before then, but I don't think they did. It, it's yeah. When you think about it and when you think that, uh, you know, not only was there amazing, but there was spectacular and, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think was web around at this time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Marvel team. Yeah, that's right. Web was yeah. Uh, so it's like, and yet the sinister six had never appeared, you know, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of one of those odd things. I guess, uh, I guess, uh, they weren't into the, uh, 
they were, I guess they were still under the, the illusion that the, they would try to come up with things new and creative. And uh, it wasn't until the mid nineties that we decided to just throw everything in the toilet and start recycling <laughs> everything. Lord Maxon and chat says in 1990, he was three. There you go. <sighs> How old were you, JR? 1990. I was 75, 85. Is I was 15. I was 15 in 1990. I tell you, I was 27 years old. There you go. I was, I was 18. You were I how old? Was, I was 18. Wow. I was young. I was newly married. I've been married a year. And uh, this was before my daughter was born. And, wow. Uh, this is back when you still had hopes and dreams. Chris wants to no, know. Those, if Nick those, Spencer, those, were, those were crushed early, about a year earlier. When Chris I did wants to know married. if Nick Spencer's run Spider Man is going to end or not. He hasn't I, announced that he's ending. I think he's got I, a lot more stories in him. I mean, eventually. I mean, he can't. Yeah. I, 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 at some, I, even if he writes it until like his last day on Earth, I mean, like he's 90. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's going to. It's going to come an end eventually. Vinkman uh, uh, got this uh, trade, one of those old 90s trades from Michael Bailey. Uh, that was nice, Vinkman. I get that from Michael Bailey. Bob Jones was 22 in 1990. Uh, Didymus was two. Wait, 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 wait. Bob Jones was 22 and 90. If he was 22 and 90. Wow. Bob Jones, you've got to be over 50 now, aren't you? Are you older than JR? No, 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 no. He's not older than me. Of course not. <laughs> Nobody's older than me. But uh, All right. Take God. me through this one, man. Oh, man, Bob Jones, amazing. No, I'm just, I'm just I'm astonished that we have another 50 plus year old in, uh, mm -hmm. in our midst, you know, I mean, do you still have all of your teeth, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Return of the sinister six. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to kind of make this up as I go. Oh, I'm woefully, like you've never uh, done that before. Yeah, Bob, Bob says he's 51. Uh, Wait a minute. Chris says he was 19 in 1990. Chris is, Man, everybody's revealing how old they are. I was about to say that, you know, so, so Chris is, uh, if he was 19 and now he's in his forties or whatever, it's like, yeah. what happened to us? What didn't we have lives? Didn't we have families, <laughs> careers or whatever? And now we're here and uh, the midnight hour talking about, you know, 30 year old man, once Spider-Man, when you're in his web, you don't leave the web. Evidently. I guess. But this is a third. These are thirty. These comics are thirty. The centers are wow. thirty years ago. Can you possibly thirty years wow. ago? Wow. So, but this is, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, this story we, we were talking about a, um, you know, how personally offensive, you know, the last mm -hmm. month's story was. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> this, this, I tell you, this is this is like strictly a, a MacGuffin story. You yeah, know, yeah. super villain MacGuffin story. Uh, you know, don't take any of it to just don't think about any of this too hard. This is just a classic superhero story with a few other things thrown in. Uh, we finally get rid of some uh, worthless O geezer about halfway through. Uh, and no, that's not <laughs> saying that I'm leaving halfway through this show. Uh, but uh, we're talking about another worthless O geezer. But uh, anyway, so. The story begins. Remember, this is Eric Larson. This is when he's still kind of in his McFarlane light phase. Yeah, you know where he's trying to where, you, where he's trying to ape McFarlane. Yeah. Uh, but the story begins with 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 classic supervillain Electro, who uh, who is is uh, you know going to, going to this warehouse thinking that he's going to rob or steal some kind of superconductor that's going to make him even more powerful than he ever has been before, and. Uh, you know, oh, great power you have, you know. Uh, and so, what is Yoda in this issue? <laughs> <laughs> Performing as Frank Oz tonight, JR. <laughs> great power, you yes. Great power must come great responsibility, you must. 
Hey, JR, smile. You're on camera. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. wow. <laughs> I mean, not only does George do face palms, but he does head palms. Yeah, I too. do head I mean, palms. <laughs> uh, I do head palms. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but uh, uh, Spider-Man shows up, fights Electro, but really this is all a setup for by Doc Ock because Doc Ock is getting the band back together. All we right. don't know what for. Yeah, we don't know what for, of course, but of course he's getting the band back together and so he used this uh, planted this fake thermoconductor thingy or whatever to draw Electro in and because uh, he's going to, you know, Electro, I offer you a proposition. So Electro says, oh, sure. Well, why the hell not? You know, I ain't got nothing else better to do these days. Is, is so. this the first appearance of the slimmer white suit Ock, I'm thinking? That's right. This is white suit Ock. White suit Ock. No, in Web 5, he was in a white suit. Never mind. Yeah. Back well, in the mid-80s, he, he was in the white that, suit. Yeah. Well, Web 5, that was Doc Ock Deadly Dentist. Yeah. That's what. Uh, <laughs> that was like, that was like, that was like the, uh, the Dr. Evil white outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and I but can't. He I can't. down. He's slimmer. Yeah. I can't take uh, credit for the Deadly Dentist. That was uh, all. That was uh, good. Uh, that was all well no it was all christopher priest uh when in his story about uh, uh why i never talk about spider-man uh and he, he he referred to doc ock deadly dentist rocking so, that anyways, business so, suit so doc yeah doc doc looks cool doc looks good in the business i mean this is a you know it, it, it's funny well, um he's there's just something about doc ock i mean it's uh mm -hmm. He's it's hard to a lot of writers don't get him right. And I think sometimes they're still trying to figure out a personality for Doc Ock. Yeah. But because uh, I like he I, I but I like him kind of when he's the tubby, you Me know, uh, uh, green sweatsuit. But then again, he's also just too cool when he's in a suit. You know, it's just yeah. uh, there's just different. You know, Norman wouldn't look good in sweats. You know, Norman's always got to be in a suit or whatever. But, you know, Doc can Doc Ock can rock a, uh, a sweatsuit, you know, so. <laughs> But uh, so anyway, so the, so the villains get away, um, and uh, and then we start we 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 get into uh, our MacGuffin, okay, yeah. you know because this is just all so obvious, you know. Peter goes back to to Empire State University, uh, and uh, we're in the laboratory of Doctor Evan Swan, and uh, he decide you know, and so he decides, uh, you know, we're going to talk about. The, uh, we're going to talk about the MacGuffin. All right. Uh, Anne Marie, would you put our young partner's mind at ease about our ley line experience or experiments? You know, and they're what? You know, and so so we get exposition now. Well, yes, I've been fascinated by ley lines since my early studies at Oxford, Peter. <laughs> there are invisible streams of magnetic force that span the entire globe. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. You're talking, you didn't, you hadn't heard of ley lines before this? No, I had not. Really? I was yeah, 18 and I'd heard of ley lines before this. I've not. I've heard of landlines, but not ley lines. Didn't didn't Eric Clapton talk about ley lines? No, God. Brad, no. <laughs> Brad. Brad, no. Got, got me on no. my knees, ley lines. No. 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 Brad. Bad Brad. Bad Brad. Bad Brad. Come on. Come on. Oh, God. Uh, no, Dimas wants to know: Is this the first appearance of Ox since he lost his fear of Spider-Man? I don't, I don't, I, I don't think so. Because again, no, because we five, had a story. We had a story. We had a story where he overcame it. 
yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this is past that point. Um, By the but, way, uh, yeah, lay, lay lines refer to straight alignments drawn between various historical structures and prominent land. I have no idea. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. I just called the MacGuffin. <laughs> By the way, guess who brings in the MacGuffin? I, it's going to trigger George. Are you ready? Iron Man. Oh, I, I know. I remember. <laughs> I think this was the period when Iron Man was actually a robot that was being remote controlled. Oh. One of, I'm sorry. One of the periods when Iron Man yeah. was actually a robot being remote controlled. Go ahead, Jr. The, yeah, uh, but anyway, so, so before, but before Iron Man shows up with this, you know, uh, yeah. Doctor Swan gives us a panel of exposition where they're going to, oh, we're going to launch a satellite into orbit, and then the satellite is going to spray a dye and to make the ley lines visible. You know, so okay, you know, it's like, uh -huh, you know, th this ex this exposition dump is not in here by random you know so oh i'm i'm sure it's harmless professor <laughs> yeah right um so anyway so uh one of the evil can happen from this yeah nothing, nothing nothing's gonna go wrong nothing's gonna go wrong at all oh, yeah. uh so uh so one of uh, spider-man's greatest villains uh then iron man shows up and uh <laughs> brings the uh brings this thing that they're gonna launch into launch into or an integrated reciprocator that Tony Stark is loaning the Empire or em the Empire Empire State University uh, for their experiments, but then he gets a quick call that from the West Coast that the Avengers emergency. And the thing is, we have, for whatever reason, and I don't know, all of these issues have a a guest star appearance. Hmm. Why? Again, it's, it's they're all completely unnecessary. Um, so Spider-Man's jealous of the attention that Iron Man is receiving because everyone's going, "Hey, Iron Man, what a cool guy!" And so Spider-Man decides to show up and you know and 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 uh, pick it up and say, "Hey, where should I put it?" or whatever. And of course, nobody's impressed. So well, it goes then, to show you he he doesn't think too much of Iron Man in the nineteen nineteen ninety. Anyway, keep going. So, well, anyway, so the scene switches to uh, Mary Jane, uh, who's remember this Whoa. is Mary Jane's secret hospital uh, phase when she's on a soap opera. Wow! And uh, this is when Jonathan Caesar is obsessed with her. Uh, and, look at uh, look at this hair! Oh my lord! <laughs> oh, that that's tame for Larson, Mary. Whoa! That's wow. tame. Eric Larson explores the space with Mary Jane's hair later on. <laughs> it's like Marge Simpson level. Oof. Yeah, but look at the chick next to her. Whatever. I don't know I mean, what happened to the chick next to her. <laughs> a, light, a light socket. Ooh, a light socket. <laughs> Holy cow. So anyway, Mary Jane, you know, blows the line or whatever. And the, uh, the director, uh, absolutely throws a fit, uh, because, and, uh, storms off, but, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's not feeling good. You know, he's, 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 he's having a bad day and he's going to apologize to Mary Jane later on or whatever. But then this massive light crashes on him, you know, and it's like, Oh, what a string of bad luck that he got smashed by that light. And someone goes, it wasn't bad luck. It's the line has been cut. Ooh. So anyway, so Mary Jane goes home and says, Oh, Peter, this is horrible. The director got smashed by a light and everything like that. And then they go, but anyway, so they go see aunt May and, uh, and, uh, Brad, uh, mm -hmm. let's see, let, let's bring, let's bring a good look at aunt May and, and Nathan Lubinsky here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, wow. Hello, kitties. Oh, my. It's like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, George, you take that back. The Crypt Keepers was insulting. Wow. Oh, my <laughs> That's got to be 100. That's 100. That's Wow. Well, and then the gray. What does the gray do? I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, maybe she only comes out after dark like the gray Hulk. I mean, <laughs> good God. Okay, go ahead. Lord Maxim so- says, sweet Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got we got of course you know we we, we see old coot Nate Nate Lebensky, you know and and uh, you know it's funny because every time this guy is just a deplorable human being. <laughs> I mean I I never really I never really thought much about it you know when yeah. I originally went through these issues years ago or whatever. But every time we've done a spider history and Nate Lebensky has been in it, he's yeah. done something stupid, you know, gambling or or you no know, or stupid or dickish. Yeah, or he decides yeah. to lecture Peter, you know, and and I have no idea why. It's like I have no idea why Peter would put up with it. I, you I just, you hate Peter, that dude. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh, uh, oh, I think James, uh, God was it Jameson Senior used to give Peter a hard time too yeah, yeah, when yeah. Uh, he first started, and it's like you know what I. It, it, Honestly, I, I, it, it's one of those things, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if my mother got involved with somebody else and this person decided to give me a hard time, it would be like, yeah. you know what? You ain't my dad, you know, and I ain't taking any of this crap, you know, but Peter just, you know, he just, he just takes it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but Nate, Nate, Nate's on his last leg. Well, he's technically well, not. So is Aunt May, it looks like. He, he's in a <laughs> He's in, a, he's in a wheelchair, so he's not really doing much with his legs. But anyway, um, God damn, JR. <laughs> uh, well, I don't like this guy. Why should I be nice? No, to this I, don't guy? Like, I don't like him either. But good. Wow. Uh, uh, Ira says uh, he was fine under Stern. DeFalco altered his personality. Nathan started out as a nice guy during the Stern run, but DeFalco made him an absolute grump, is what Vinkman says. Hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a grump. I mean, you know, you're, you're a grump. <laughs> I'll have to go back and look at that because I don't remember that. I always remember Nathan. Maybe it's because, like, when they when they made the switch to Nathan being a complete ass, that it was just way more pronounced, and that's why I, that's the only thing I can I remember. Here we go. Chris has a good point. Uh, Nate was a pain in the ass. He was. Go. God <laughs> almighty, he was. <laughs> Except he couldn't feel his, you know, I mean. Because, oh, come you know, on. Let's keep going. You know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good God, you're mean. Anyway, so so Aunt May says, oh, Nate's just, he's being stubborn and weird. And Peter, I want you to go look at him. And Peter's saying, yeah, you know, he is a creepy old coot. And he's been stolen money from Aunt May before. So I'm going to watch, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on him. So Peter decides to follow him, follows him to the bank. And Nate takes a big sack of money out of the bank. You know, of course, Peter's like, where, where does he get this money? But anyway, so Nate decides that he, he cuts to the park or whatever. And of course, runs up into, uh, runs into a, a bunch of thugs and um, Spider-Man dispatches them in relatively <laughs> short order. Uh, and it, it's always good. It's always good to see Spider-Man, uh, you know, punch, you know, effortlessly handle people who, who thoroughly deserve a beat down. There you go. So Hits them with the chalk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I just like how- it's like Wonder Woman appeared with all those stars. What is all? <laughs> I, and, and the thing is, I, I like this because so often 
writers yeah. like try to write write Spider-Man like a chump. Yeah. Or, you know, he gets overpowered, you know, by the littlest things or people who should. But I just like the casual way he, well, mm -hmm. yeah, like I object, you know, just bends the screwdriver. You know, no These guys are no no threat. No threat to him whatsoever. Well, this is a pasty you know? dope boy holding the screwdriver. I mean, <laughs> You're, he's screw man. You're screwed. Yeah, That's you know, and, and like the previous one that Brad, the previous one that Brad showed, you know, the thug is, yeah. is, uh, you know, ha ha gramps, ha ha, you know, or whatever, you know, say, may I? And, uh, yeah. no, boom, you know, no, boom. So he just effortlessly yeah. so, takes him out. But so he is Spider-Man takes him out. Uh, May go or Nathan goes back home. And of course, uh, Peter's, you know, saying, eh, Nate, I don't trust this guy. He's up to no good. I don't trust him. Uh, then we go to the uh, where, 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 where uh, uh, Doc Ock decides to go to the next player in this little scheme, his little scheme. Sylvester Mann. Okay. <laughs> of course, Sylvester Mann is really. William Baker, aka Flint Marco, mm -hmm. aka Sandman. Sandman. Now, now remember, this is during Sandman's good guy phase. Yeah. Um, now I, I forget. I think he. When did he become a good guy? It wasn't in the pages of it Spider. Was, it was in Marvel two and one. Two and one, wasn't it though? Where he well, went to the bar it, with Ben Grimm. Yeah, no, that was just but, a team up. Never mind. When, was, when, it, when did he go good? It, it was around the yeah, silver, it was slightly before the Silver Sable era period. Yeah, it was in the eighties. Um, maybe the viewers know, but uh, no, I think it was Marvel two and one where he went into the bar and he and Grimm just talked in the bar and you know the it I think he was in the same wrestling league with the the, the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. And uh, the thing left him a few bucks to, you know, have a few more drinks or whatever mm -hmm. while he kind of sorted things out. Um, I like Sandman uh, as a good guy back in the day. Mm -hmm. It I, kind I, of, it, yeah. it, it was new because you don't see many villains go t turn like that. I, I liked it because it was a success story. Yeah. You know, like it was something that, that Peter could look at and say, what I do makes a difference. Yes. You yes. know, but then I think he changed under the burn Mackey run, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's yeah, he, yeah. And then finally, I think in the, yeah. um, the, um, oh, who was it? Was it Zeb Wells? But when he got split into like three personalities, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because that Paul Jenkins used him. Paul, that's right. That's right. Because it, it, he came back in the, in the, and burned Mackey and Venom took a bite out of him. Oh okay. yeah, that's he, right. And then he couldn't, and then he couldn't hold himself together. So in a Paul Jenkins story, he's disintegrated. He disintegrates into sand on the beach. I remember and Zeb that. Wells. Yeah, I remember that. Back. Zeb Wells brings him back, and he's three personalities. He's a baby, a woman, and and a and the, you know, sort of the sand, sort of a Sandman. Mm -hmm. And then he merges all together, and he's back to his evil Sandman self. Uh, but anyway, so so Doc Ock's recruiting him, and Sandman says, "I don't do that anymore." And uh, Doc Ock says, "Oh, okay, sure, I'll just kill all these people that you live with, you know." And <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so 
that's the end of uh, that's the end of part one. Like I said, Doc, okay. uh, we've already we already know what's going to happen. We already know that there's big this big satellite that's going to go wonky. You know, Doc Ock's recruiting the gang, the old Sinister Six, for a plan. We talked about a satellite, so you're sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, here's what's going to happen. The Doc Ock's going to try control of the satellite and blackmail the world. Uh, you got this figured out already. All okay, right. so, so part two of six. Okay, three thirty-five. So, now, as you know. Uh, is it uh yeah shocker okay mm -hmm. anyway we open it up though is actually we uh, uh come face to face with the uh jason mackendale demon goblin phase of course as you oh, yeah, remember that. yeah as you remember boys and girls uh uh ned leeds was the hobgoblin but uh oh there harley 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 fell uh she fell i had to put her back <laughs> You have a Harley Quinn pop? Oh, it says because yep. you said it looks like your daughter. He said, "Yeah, I yeah, I got that. a, uh, yeah, I got a uh, Harley Quinn because my daughter used to uh, Halloween is uh, two or three times uh, Halloween parties as Harley Quinn, and then I got the uh, Peter Parker from uh, Homecoming, the Homecoming or whatever, and uh, he's got the Midtown shirt, which Spencer has one. Oh, so you know, yeah. I got, got your so kids, my, pops. I got my kids. I got that's my kids." Awesome. So uh, also speaking of kids, we're talking about goblins. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're at the, we're at the, uh, the, the, this, this is the demon face, but you know, so Mackendale had lead leads rubbed out. All right. And he yeah. became the hobgoblin and he was such a bad hobgoblin that during the, uh, uh, night of the demons, is that what the crossover was called? That one of those with ghost rider. No, 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 no. One of those stupid ass uh, crossovers <laughs> where the demons took over New York or something like that. And it was oh, in Inferno. every. Inferno. Inferno. Yeah, Inferno. Thank you. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it was one of those. Was it an X Men event? And here yes. was the thing about these Mad events Madeline Pryor, who was the clone of Jean Grey, uh, brought up all the minions of hell and took over New York City. Yeah. I, I, I loved Inferno. <sighs> you, you didn't why like it. it. Why do you like it? Why? George, why does he like this it's, stuff? What's wrong it's, with him? It's Brad Jr. <laughs> he he likes he likes Last Jedi. I do. It's the same. I was the same. Vink, same Vinkman agrees. It was Marvel two and one number nineteen eighty six from nineteen eighty two. Story is called Time Runs Like Sand, where a Sandman became good. Okay, okay there we go. You know, you know Vinkman. Every time I see you come up. Um, that reminds me. It just, it, well, no, it reminds me of uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, oh, which I uh, I know that uh, I finally saw the trail. I finally saw the trailer. Oh, that. now they're going off on me. Oh, well, well, for the for the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I'm excited about it. I am too. I, I know that Spencer will want to go see it probably, but it's like it's like when you think about it, it's like. Of course, Ghostbusters 2016 was a disaster or whatever, but but it, it's following the it's following the game plate that I thought any redoing of Ghostbusters would. It's it's yeah. Harold Ramis has passed away, you know, so it has to so the next Ghostbusters would have to be kind of yeah. dealing with that. And and I always thought Ghostbusters I think it sounds great. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have a problem with the the the, the all female Ghostbusters. About I thought like Kate McKinnon's character should have been Harold Ramis's daughter, you know. And, mm -hmm. But anyway, they decide there, there's a Midnight's Edge has a good um, 
uh, series on uh, the Ghostbusters, and that was just a cluster from beginning. It was yeah. an agenda-driven, agenda-driven cluster from the beginning by Amy Pascal and Paul Feig. But anyway, getting back to the Hobgoblin. So he 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 made a he because he was such a loser. He uh, made a deal with the demon. He says, "I don't want to be a loser anymore. So give me the power of a demon." So the demon, you know. Would ha- had no vowels in his name, so I can't pronounce it. You know, zaps him and gives him the power of a demon. Uh, and this is, and this is before though that it gets separated from Hobgoblin and Demogoblin. So anyway, so anyway, so he's you know sitting around in his lair. Doc Ock, of course, Craven's dead, so we need a new member of the Sinister Six. So you know he they they he throws Hobgoblin around a little bit. And many people think Norman was in the Sinister Six. He was not. Norman is no doc. This is a doc Ock creation. The Sinister yep. six. Yep. Yeah. The only time Norman in, in ultimate, um, yeah. ultimate six, uh, yeah. Norman's part of it, but no, this is a, no, this is, this is, this is strictly a diabolical plan of doc Ock, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, so, but it, it usually, it sometimes, well, that, that, that's the next time the Sinister Six gets together. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, so we're, we're, of course, you know, back to MacGuffin time, you know, <laughs> it's going to be launched from this ship. Um, you know, Spider-Man finds a, a spy who's taking pictures of it. And, and uh, so, but, but anyway, we have to have it. We talk about ley lines again. So we have to have this little interlude because we got to remind people this is the MacGuffin. So then we go to Mary Jane. And uh, this officer Goldman, who's investigating, uh, who's investigating the uh, attack on the director or whatever. And officer Goldman, uh, you know, is, is interviewing Mary Jane and uh, he's uh, a little disappointed to see that uh, Peter shows up, you know, why, why does a cop care whether, you know, I mean, if he's just interviewing Mary Jane, Oh, I didn't know your husband was home. Uh, so yeah, something, something, something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. Something's going to be wrong here. So but then Aunt May calls Peter and says, Oh, Nathan, just, you know, he's, he's, he's old and wrinkly and, you know, and, uh, <laughs> pasty and, uh, and, uh, you know, shriveled and limp and, you know, just- <laughs> what? now wait a minute, you're making it up. I'm afraid he's worse, Peter. His heart is waking, weakening steadily, and doctors say there isn't a thing he can do. Doctors say he's ninety. <laughs> I, I like I like my dialogue better, you know. <laughs> yes, Clover fan, big fan of Adam Troy Castro's Sinister Six trilogy. Did you like those, Jr.? I the, didn't. The prose books. Read them. They I introduced the, uh, the. I was gentleman. about to say you can't you can't get a hold of them now, can you? No, they're pretty rare. Yeah, you can't get a hold of them now, can you? Except, yeah. I mean, and, and you know you gotta. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so 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 Nathan, uh, you know oh, Nathan's God. you know laying there wasting away his little pasty old butts wasting away in his wrinkly old shriveled skin and thing, and uh, <laughs> he's uh so he's, you in uh, five years. <laughs> you in five years. <laughs> I was about to say the way things. Are. <laughs> uh, I tell you, uh, I don't know. Here, don't let's 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 compare. Hold on, Jr. Nathan, Jr. Nathan. <laughs> Separated at birth. Oh my God. <laughs> I tell you, I put on, you know, the thing is I would look like that if I hadn't gotten so put on so much damn weight in the last year. Jonathan or so. says Aunt May's face is what shriveled up. 
I am. He looks horrible. I mean, it's like it's, holy hell, George. <laughs> it, it, no, it's like it, no. It's, it, it's like it, it's like watching uh, like watching like uh, like two white wrinkled grapes making out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like does Eric, does Eric Larson hate old people? You know, because he makes them look so. There's not enough KY to handle what's oh, going on. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Uh, so you know Nathan. Nathan's you know he's he's dying and he's afraid, but he's he's you know it's like he knows that he's gonna go gently into that good night, and uh, but he's got a plan. He's gonna make sure that Aunt May is taken care of. There you go. Well, I don't, I, at that age, I don't know that you go gently into anything. <laughs> Logan says you guys thought my AARP joke was savage. That was savage. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, Peter and Mary Jane are out, you know, uh, cruising oh, the boulevard, walking the boulevard oh, no. or whatever. And then uh, Flash um, and Felicia show up. Oh, well, my God. <laughs> Why has he got an arrow in his junk? <laughs> well, he's, he's Flash. You know? that's, that's where the party is. What he, in he, the world? He's pointing the way. You know, oh. right? <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. suit. <laughs> what is that? Unfortunate. That's uh, didn't, didn't you and your mother ever have that conversation? Oh man, that's a bad outfit. Wow. Oh. So, so anyway, look at Harry. Look is he Harry or is he Flash? He's both. <laughs> yeah, but I was about to say, look at those. Good, you know, like the guy's like a gorilla. He's got more hair than a gorilla. Oh man, uh, he does. Man, he's Harry, but he's Flash. So anyway, but this is uh, this is the phase where Felicia is uh, yeah. Felicia's mad because Peter broke up with her, uh, and so she's going to get back at Peter by dating Flash and then breaking his heart. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that'll work. And then uh, and then on the next page, uh, Felicia notices that Flash has some earwax and decides to clean it out. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, There you go. You're not making that up, right there. And, and, it's, and, it's for, and, and there for a minute, I thought, wait a minute, where did Flash get those earrings? And it's like, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, no, it's the mullet. It's, yeah, that's just, it's, yeah, that's it, it's like, this is just awful. I mean, it's like, these are, uh, I mean, <laughs> these are ugly people. I thought McFarland drew ugly people. Wow. But anyway, so, but then, of course, we have a another, we, we so. <laughs> Let's, let's just take another look at this outfit. I mean, from the back end. <laughs> I think this is the. I think this is one of wow. the only Spider-Man issues where you've got under boob. Uh, oh yeah, there's under boob, and yeah. look at that hairy back on on uh, Flash. Oh my Jesus. god! Peter and Mary Jane are over there looking at him like, what in the hell? <laughs> I mean, and look at that face on Flash. I. It's like that's. Yeah. <laughs> I it's it, that's not flash. Hopefully, the, hopefully they're on their way to get him waxed. <laughs> God Almighty, this is unsightly. Kelly Clarkson and Kelly. Oh, they're catch you on the round. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm a hairy guy. I, I'm a hairy guy, and I'm even looking at him I'm like, damn. <laughs> but well, you know, Peter's even looking at him like, uh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but uh, anyway, so. Peter's going to Peter, Mary Jane, go to this charity event. Okay. And of course we have another guest star. Captain America is there. Um, Yeah. Captain America is there. And 
ironically, considering that just a, a few months ago, we talked about the, when Mary Jane came back, you know, she said Peter never introduced her to any of his friends. Well, go to the next panel. Peter says, hey, how would you like to meet Captain America? Yeah. And Mary Jane says, are you serious? But, of course, Peter tries to get backstage. Cap is long gone. Uh, but uh, then all of a sudden, you know, the uh, spider sense is tingling. And it turns out to be the shocker. You know, the shocker, of course, is a big charity event. Millions, a bunch of money is being donated. So the shocker is going to steal steal the money. So he and spider wait, 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 the shocker stealing something. Pretty shocking, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's a shocker. Yeah. Uh. Man, uh, now you know how that was a good impression of me, by the way. I'll be over here. <laughs> I'll be over here in the corner with all the uncool kids. Man, so so Spider Man is you know so we have this brief interlude, which really uh, again just I'm not sure what 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 points being made because I don't think Shocker shows up in the Sinister Six <laughs> at this time. But I know Spider Man can do some funky poses. Look at this thing. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Holy man. cow, Spider-Man. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> That's got to hurt, sir. Hey, how are his hips not broken? <laughs> well, he's a living spider. Go ahead. So, but, but anyway, while this is all going on, Mysterio is experimenting. You know, he's going to he's going to rob a train, you know, so he, he's he's doing these uh, earthquake simulations where he's going to crash bridges and things of that nature. Of course, Doc Ock shows up because, you know, Doc Ock is putting the band back together. Uh, and he, so he makes Mysterio an offer uh, that he can't refuse. So. And uh, which leaves at the end, Doc Ock says he's got one more member to recruit, after which the world will never be the same. Mm -hmm. So, and then, of course, Peter, next page, learns about what's happening, and uh, Doc Ock, and uh, he knows that something is up. So, that uh, that was uh, part two, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Something dastardly is happening. Doc Ock's got another master plan. Yep. So, that takes us to issue 336. Someone yes. dies. Yeah, Wonder who that wrinkly has, person is. This has, a, this has a happy ending. This has yeah. a happy ending. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So we start out, we start out actually with the vulture. Okay. And the kingpin is basically the kingpin's, you know, either, there's this guy Trask, I guess. I, it's not related to the Trask of the X-Men, I guess. But uh, there's a, you know, there's a guy who refused to, to join up with the Kingpin. So the Kingpin is going to have him eliminated and the Vulture is going to be his uh, assassin. Real All quick, right? let's let's take a look at uh, the Kingpin who he's hanging out with. We got, we got a guy in the back just playing some cards. Yeah, we got, and we got uh, a Dick Tracy villain. Dick Tracy rolling on the left, yeah, and we pan right. Like a Dick Tracy. Yeah. Look at this guy. Over Actually, here. they all look like they Dick all look like they Dick all look Tracy like Dick Tracy. I, I wonder if that's intentional. Now that I think uh, about it, because, well, 1990s when Dick Tracy came out. Come to think of it, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yep. So uh, anyway, the the guy is the other guy's name. His his name is Grouper, Mister Grouper. So anyway, so yeah. the Kingpin is going to have, you know, so Grouper's saying, well, you know, the King, the Kingpin is going to have this guy eliminated, but the Kingpin also drops us that, oh, you know, all the underworld is going to be betting on this because it's a, the, the guy refused to join the, the, the Kingpin's, uh, uh, the guy has casinos, uh, and he didn't want, wouldn't join the Kingpin. So they're all going to take bets on this guy getting killed. Okay. Well, well this is going to figure in somewhere. So anyway, so, um, Peter, 
of course, just visits Aunt May. But what he really wants to do is he really wants to uh, uh, visit uh, Nathan's wrinkly old ass and finds out what Nathan, Nathan is up to. By the way, and, check, uh, check out the apron that Aunt May has. World's best aunt. There you go. I think that was kind of funny. All right. We're, we're going to uh, Nathan. There he is. You and so. What happened was uh, Peter's thinking that Nathan is stealing money from Aunt May again, but Nathan cashed in his life insurance. And as Peter says, well, why would you do something stupid like that? Uh, But it's really for your end. It's really for your end. I've got this master plan, you know? So anyway, so Mr. Grouper, but now we go back to Mr. Grouper. Oh, I sweetened it with prunes. (laughs) Gross. And and I never realized this is the... um, I mean, at that Mr. age, you got to keep the trains rolling on time. I mean, <laughs> any, you know. By the way, Chris in chat says, Nate, that old fart with his stinking ass. Wow. Wow. Chris is rough on Nate, just like JR. <laughs> you know, tw- 30 years, Nate's never come back, has he? Well, he did in that slot thing when he was dreaming. He, I remember him in slots run. Never mind. Oh, that's right. When Peter went to heaven or whatever, and there yeah, was Timmy, right. the old dead boy, and something like that. Yep. He was feeling guilty over Nate. Yep. I remember that. So Mr. Grouper here, he wants to, he wants some insurance to make sure that uh, Trask is dead. You know I mean? So, because everybody's betting that this guy's going to get killed. So he shows up and he decides to hire Chance. Mm-hmm. Now, I never realized how what chance who chance is uh but obviously it's it's william powell the actor william powell the thin man uh, yeah uh, yeah and uh and his name is uh nick powell which is a reference to i believe nick and nora yeah he's got uh, the uh he's got the the mustache and everything yeah 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 so this is actor william powell and i i never realized this before huh. uh so but anyway, so Nathan's dying. You know, we have to go back to another page to emphasize the fact that Nathan is dying. And yeah. uh, and then we find out that uh, we find out that Nathan is betting on Trask. See, this is this is why the kingpin dropped the, the exposition load about everybody betting on this guy getting killed because Nate has cashed in his life insurance and has bet on this guy getting killed. Now. Oh my. During, you, you got to remember too. Now we're going to go back to Mary Jane and Peter and uh, Brad. Go back to the go to. It's the bottom of page. It says I, the bottom I, of page. I, I see it. This is gratuitous as all heck. Wow, Mary Jane. Good I, grief. I, I and I remember George saying. Wow. That was, uh, the uh, I remember George's comment about how some of the artists kept trying, kept drawing Mary Jane as a sex toy. <laughs> Here's an example. I mean, I like the female form. I mean, of course. I, I mean, I, this is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. I mean, there were times during the mission, you know, when Michelini was writing it and who it didn't matter who was drawing it. You know, it was for that, that period where it's like Mary Jane is like just casually lounging around the apartment in like the most erotic lingerie you'd ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no yeah. one does this. Yeah. No one. No. One, no, this is not how yeah. this is not life, you know, and. and yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's gratuitous even for me. And I, I, I'm not even, I mean, I'm not a prude or anything. Yeah. I I, I am somebody, I am somebody who has never, ever sexualized Mary Jane. Yeah. And I've talked about this on the show before and it, and it it all ties in because of how I perceive Spider-Man. And when I became a Spider-Man fan, I was three years old. My parents were going through the divorce and Spider-Man was always like an older brother to me. 
So I've never, ever sexualized Mary Jane the way some folks have. Some folks have made like a fetish of it, and I've yeah. never done that. But it, so it, it's like it stands out to me more when I see when I see it like in the comics, you know, and I'm like, no, yeah. this, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's it's appalling. I mean, it, it's like and, and uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is the if you this is you go from old <laughs> on this panel to that i mean my goodness so wow so anyway so so nathan's you know so nathan has decided to to show up to this uh because uh, trask is he he's he's got a boat he's christening his yacht or whatever and uh, of course uh, so nathan is going to it because he obviously wants to see trask get killed to see see if his bet comes through goes through and peter's there as well and peter senses a presence and we find out that it's Doctor Strange in his astral form, because <laughs> every and, issue and has to have another hero. Every in it. issue's got a guest star. It is like, yeah. what's the point of any of this? Maybe yeah. it's because Larson wanted to draw all these heroes. I think it's I think it's more of a editorial wanting 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 uh, them to remind people that there's other books. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so the the vulture shows up and he's going to kill Trask. Of course, you know Peter changes to Spider Man and 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 saves and uh, saves the guy. And uh, they have uh, you know a typical fight or whatever. But what, what what's interesting though is uh, yeah, there we go. Because if you all remember um, the original Sinister Six uh, in Spider Man Annual Number One, yeah, I know uh, what you're whenever going. With. He, yep. Whenever he confronted the uh, the the villain. Uh, for a battle royale or whatever, there was always one page dedicated yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, it, and it was like it, it was Ditko at the time, but I mean, yeah, it was it was great. It was great, and 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 I have like the, the Treasury edition. So oh, nice. Uh, uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it, they're literally posters. Exactly. Uh, well, well, I mean, Ditko had more room in the annuals to play around with. In the original appearance of the Sinister Six, remember it was uh, it was it was a Spider-Man annual uh, one. It was, yeah, it was number one. Yeah. And each one of those fights with the villains was one page. Yeah, this looks like an homage to it. So, but I yeah, mean, those, awesome. those were. Those were um, no, I was really. I was. It's one of those. That was. A, that was a significant issue. I mean, it was. A, it was a great classic issue. You know, uh, uh, you know, Ditko at his best. You know, to be yep. honest. Uh, and uh, so, Spider-Man. Uh, you know, fights the Vulture. Chance decides to 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 come in and try to, uh, you know, try to ensure that Trask gets killed. But of course, that goes bad. You know, he and he gets away and the vulture sees this all going south. So he's going to take a hostage. And of course, he you know, there's Aunt May and Nathan and he figures that uh, wrinkly, crinkly old Aunt May will make a uh, the perfect hostage. Uh, but as uh, the vulture grabs May, Nathan grabs the vulture. And uh, the thing is, the vulture here does not recognize. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, Roger Stern's issue two twenty four. Remember that he was in the boarding house, right? Well, they uh, actually became friends because yeah. uh, they um, they both went to uh, the vulture was kind of feeling sorry for himself, you know, and uh, so they both went to uh, hang out at the sauna or whatever together. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was a pl put that in your mind. The vulture and Nate Lebinsky in a sauna because they needed uh, prune more, more wrinkles, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know Nathan, you know the, the vault. The Nathan actually helped the vulture get his self confidence back because uh, yeah. vulture was feeling sorry for himself, and and uh, then he realized that Nate was in a wheelchair, and it's like the vulture going, oh, "Crap, I ain't got it so bad." Well, if you so if, actually they're friends, but if you, they if you uh, 
If you look at it, though, he he doesn't actually see Nathan. If yeah, but getting... yeah, but May screams out Nathan. Oh yeah, that's true. And yeah. and the vulture. I mean, go to the next are... panel. Like literally, I mean, she she screams out Nathan. Yeah. I mean, there you go. See. Yeah, yeah. And and he's run across May before because he, right. he was at, you know, he was at the boarding house or whatever. And yeah. uh, so this is a. Uh, um, Again, this is this is a a continuity misfire, uh, but uh, so the the vulture then starts flying away, and of course Nathan goes with him, uh, and uh, then Nathan falls, and of course since Nathan's got a weak heart, he's going to die. Uh, heart, yeah. The uh, and uh, Doc Ock, you know, is uh, flying by and says, "Hey, Vulture, or, you know, I'm getting the band back together. We're going to do something evil." And Vulture says, "Yeah, sure. This operation's gone bad, so why not?" And uh, so he flies I, I, away with Doc Ock. Nathan, by the way, r- real quick, Jr. Spider-Man does catch Nathan, and um, right in front of May, which I think is very impactful. Right in front of her. I think that's crazy. I'd forgotten that he he called. I was her. about to say, how did he not snap every bone in the old crew? You know. Yeah. So anyway, the last page is Nate dying, and nobody gives a crap. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Did you speak at his funeral, Jr.? <laughs> Here, let's take a look at some of the uh, his him dying. Who's this person back here? Oh, that's Peter coming to him. Did he change outfits already? What does what does he say to May as the hush, dear? Don't talk. Try to talk. The Paramax will be here any minute. Doesn't matter. Bet every cent on a lost cause. Wanted to leave you well off. Now I leave you nothing. Silly, you've given me everything. <laughs> you're you're terrible at this. <laughs> That's creepy. I'm so sorry. One heart breaks. One heart I mean, stops. I'm about to say, yeah, technically, two hearts break. So we're halfway through that. We're halfway through this. Oh, right. yeah. Christ. And, and really, the uh, <laughs> George is done. <laughs> he can't make it. He can't make he it. Can't he can't get through the other three issues. He can't get the other three issues. All right. Let's take a look at issue 337. It's August. Is this the happy ending that Jr. mentioned? No. Well, <laughs> Nate dying. Yeah, that was the happy. Yeah, ending. yeah, Nate dying. Uh, Nate was a wor- he was a utterly worthless character. Uh, um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We throw Nathan in the Earth's crust. <laughs> but <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> okay, three thirty-seven, and that's exactly where we're. That's exactly where we start with Nathan's yep. funeral. There you go, Aunt Mays. Done. Yeah. By the way. And, uh, that looks like Jim Salicrop back there <laughs> next to the, the preacher. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, as, uh, and, and, and old Spider-Man fans, of course, will notice the, uh, the bickering couple, uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then Mr. Chekhov. Oh, uh, yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. These guys from the boarding house. Yeah. From the boarding house. Yeah. Mr. Chekhov. Yeah. Who's um, the blonde over here? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I don't I think, know. I think this is Robbie. I think that's Jonah and Martha. I think that's why would why would some of these people go to this funeral? I don't think that's him. I don't think that's you don't think that's Jonah? No. Martha? No, 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 no. I mean turn the page. Turn the page and you see that these people aren't that's not Jonah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah. So 
so anyway, so anyway, they 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 finally uh, they finally uh, dump Nate Nathan's rot Nate Nate's rotting <laughs> corpse into the earth, uh, and uh, and then we and then we finally uh, we go back. We go to the fully formed, fully reformed Sinister Six, and uh, Doc Ock explains his uh, master plan. Which is kind of what we thought it was all along early on that the satellite is going to go, the satellite is going to be launched, and you know it was going to spray a dye so that we could see the ley lines. Uh, but uh, Doc says we're going to modify it to spray a deadly poison into the atmosphere uh, if uh, the Earth does not uh, agree to make us their uncontested rulers. So, yeah, and Doc Ock gives uh, gives each of them a uh, envelope uh, containing instructions on their parts in this, uh, in this mad scheme. So. I remember, can I, can I interject here? Absolutely. I remember reading this at the time, uh, when Otto was like the whole planet and I'm like, you know, yes, because that's going to fly over real well with Dr. Doom, <laughs> you know? And I, 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 I was yeah. thinking, I, I don't think Otto's looking at the big picture here about the whole planet and who all he's going to wind up pissing off. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's like, why would Doc Ock, Doc Ock just does it. That, that never sat well with me that Doc Ock would want to rule the world. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, he did, they didn't, they didn't seem the type, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's not, it, it's not I mean, the, the entire thing for Otto being a criminal has always been, well, I, I think about since his early appearances has always been to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, last <laughs> issue we were talking about flash and Larson's obsession with Harry. Uh, Harry Back said is look at this dude just walking down the street. Jesus God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? I don't remember this the first time reading it. You're I'm so distracted by this dude up here. But did you know Wolverine and Punisher are in this down here? Look at this right here. Wolverine and Punisher. Yep. Oop, right there at the bottom. Right there. Is that is that the, the big guest star of this issue? Or do we have somebody no. else? Well, no, this was just like a little slip. Of, uh, this, yeah. this is obviously just a little cameo or whatever, because yeah. uh, because if it was meant to be, then Wolverine would have smelled Peter. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, the big cameo in this guy have a letdown, to be honest. I forget who the cameo is. You'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jer. So, you know, and uh, and and uh, Peter's acting like a turd. You know, he's feeling bad about this, this, you know, Aunt May losing Nathan, which again, who misses this guy? Uh, and <laughs> so he's, uh, uh, so he's, you know, doing one of those pity things, pity things. Uh, and then we get to Mysterio. Mysterio's going to steal his, his little piece of this whole thing. And then the Hobgoblin shows up and we have, we have a fight. And then uh, we have more hairy people at the bottom of page 13, Brad, go and, uh, uh Harry people at the bottom of page 13. Harry people attacking Spider-Man. There's more hair than the cow cells. Give me a minute. Ah, give oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, found it. There you go. There's Harry people. And then you oh, go and, and look did, at yeah, these guys. Miss, yeah, I mean, being crime lord in New York didn't really make any sense either, but it made more sense in wanting to rule the world, you know. Yeah. But uh, if you go back to um, you, we were talking previously about the one-page splash homage to Ditko. Here's here's this one, which is pretty cool looking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of those in this one. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah. And this kind of actually, this kind of reminds me of the, uh, this reminds me of the uh, uh, video game. Remember the. Uh, yes. That game was so bad. That yeah. Game was was bad. And the music was bad too. You know, it was all electronic. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Eric Larson did the cover art for that video game too. Mm-hmm. I remember it was that. called, was it called return of the sinister six or revenge of the sinister six or something? One of those. Let me look it up. But this, this is what it reminds me of. And the hobgoblin was level number five. It was, no, uh, that's not the one where you got to like fight the kingpin to save Mary Jane at the end. Is it? No, that was the yeah, same. No, no, no. Yeah. Now this was, uh, this was like a, for the Nintendo 60, uh, was it? It was no, the it eight. Was, it was the eight bit Nintendo. 8-bit. It was the original eight bit Nintendo system. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. There's the cover art by Larson on that video. Yeah. Game there right we there. go. Return of the Sinister Six. Return of the Sinister Six. Yeah, I'm I trying don't know to if think. I even played that or not? It came out really late of the life of the original Nintendo. It came out like in '92, maybe. Hmm. And I think the it Super was- Nintendo was already out when that move that game came out, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But I just remember Doc Ock was the, the 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 boss, the boss at the end, you know, level yeah. six, and, uh, yeah. and but but it was just a straight, you know, Spider Man, just like you just side scroller like, along, along, yeah, along the sidewalk or whatever, and then like with the Sandman, you know, he would go into a pit or something. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty pretty simple game. That game came out, yep. But I, but I could never beat it. Uh, I. I the only, the only video game I think I ever beat was the original Super Mario. I don't think mm. my skills, my video skills never improved beyond that. Do you ever play, because I interviewed the guy who did it. Do you ever play those Quest Pro games Scott Adams did from the mid-80s? No. Do you ever no. play those, George? Uh, I had the first one, and I remember trying oh. to play it, and, and then I was like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't really make much sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh. You know, I, I tried to uh, I, I tried to play video games with both my kids, but they both got better than me. Yeah. Uh, and so it was. Yeah. I just I just I tried to play Super Smash Brothers with Spencer. You hey, know, and I mean, I'm looking at yeah. uh, the next couple of panels. Um, Harry Flash is back. Yeah, Harry Flash <laughs> is back. Harry Fla- Harry Flash Harry Flash is back with Harry Flash is back. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, so he and Felicia are out, you know, and, uh, and, uh, these, uh, punks show up and they're going to, you know, steal Felicia's purse and, uh, you know, but Flash says, yeah, sure. Here, take it. And of course, Felicia's this thing. What a wimp, you know, what's he doing? You know, if I didn't want to give away the fact that I'm the blood, because Flash, Felicia thinks she has fooled Flash, yeah. you know, she fails to, you know, she, you know, the black cat's a public figure. Felicia and her identity is known, but Felicia thinks she's <clears throat> but so Flash pretends to like, well, he's going to give away, you know, he's going to take her purse and give it to the bad guy so they go away. But uh, that's just a ruse, and Flash kicks her butt. And then Felicia starts saying, well, you know, maybe this guy is not so bad after all. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember this because, um, she was like, I think she said something around there, like, uh, like he stuck up for, or nobody, nobody ever sticks up for me, or nobody ever uh, stuck up for me before. And I remember reading that at the time and thinking, really, because I can remember when your superhero boyfriend carried you to the hospital when, when, when somebody shot yep. you, in the, when somebody shot you in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when somebody in the ock, yeah, the ock owl thing, yeah. All my life, I've been on my own. No one ever stood up for me, and it's like, yeah, who is the uh, the guy who, and who st- stayed and sat with you in the hospital for yeah. you know hours on end or whatever? Just, yeah. uh, but, but you know, it's it's again. It, oh, yeah. it's just, here you go. Here's the panel. All my life, I've been on my own. No one ever stood up for me. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really, really? 
Yeah. That's, that doesn't seem right. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and this is one reason why, I mean, Michelini was, I, he was never one of my favorite writers. He just, it, it, it's like, it's like, I, I it's liked like, it, but he, he was again, again, Brad likes something that I, we I don't know. like. I know. He says, like, he's like a fate. He's just like off. You know? he, he was, he was, I, I think when I, when I think about Michelini, I, I, I'll, the stuff that involves Spider-Man and bad guys, he was better at than than stuff that involved Peter and 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 his supporting cast. Yeah, and uh, I, I I just it almost felt like the Spider-Man of that era was like a video game, more or less. It wasn't really a comic book; it was a video game because we had all these mm-hmm. you know multi-part slugfest type things. And but then again, the 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 nineties were like that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. The, all so, of the nineties were like that. So anyway, so we, you know, the vulture and the Sandman are doing their plan. You know, they're part of this scheme, and then our guest star of the issue shows up. You know, and it's uh, it's it's uh, oh. Nova. And I mean, I mean, is it well, is Richard but, Ryder or one of the other ones? I mean, no, I don't know. Richard Ryder. It, 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 New Warriors is about to start, or has just started, if I remember correctly. So I mean, so like, why is he why is he dressed like this? Because his his original costume was like black, you yeah. know, and it was all the first couple of, first couple issues of New Warriors. He looked like this. I, I hated that costume. Yeah, I did too. And I'm somebody that liked Nova when Nova first came out, like yeah, like yeah. old school Nova. And I remember seeing this, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So, hmm. but we uh, actually and and we go we uh, we find Jonathan Caesar Caesar. Caesar, uh, Caesar, <laughs> Jonathan Caesar, the mm-hmm. uh, mogul uh, and agent and producer, or whatever, who uh, had a thing for Mary Jane and kidnapped her once, and uh, she escaped from him. And uh, so now he's plotting again. He's he's plotting. Uh, you know, he's up. You know, you can see all the pictures. I like the like the one down there at the very end, uh, <laughs> the the bottom left. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so he, he's, ob- he, he's obsessing over Mary Jane. Um, and then we go back to, to Spider-Man. George does. Yeah. <laughs> when George had Mary Jane posters up in his real, room. Real quick, refresh me. Did he go to jail or die? Jonathan Caesar. <laughs> we're getting there, Brad. <laughs> oh, is it this issue where no, we find out? No, no. We're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there. Though. Okay. I got it. I forget. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, you know, I'm you so sorry. Slow your you roll, Jomo. You must have been the bane of your of your mother's existence at Christmas time or whatever. What I get, what I get, what I get. You know, it's like, mom, what's in the present? What's in the present? You know, it's like, what's in this one? What's in I this one? I forgot that this. Can the, I open it now? Can I open it now? Is Jonathan Caesar wrapped up in this storyline? I forgot if he was. I guess so. Okay, keep going. Yeah, but during the fight, we get another big we get another big splash panel of a Spider Man fighting a, a supervillain, and then and it's Electro this time. That's so, pretty cool looking. Yeah, that's neat. So, but anyway, but again, it's so we have the fight, and uh, then we go to Doc Ock and the rest of the Sinister Six, and uh, we find that uh, you know Doc Ock is already planning on betraying his uh, his partners in crime. You know, the Earth will belong to Octopus alone. So, you know, there goes you know part four, part four. Okay, so we got two more issues. We got two more issues. <laughs> Our yeah. good God, it's, this. Yeah, this is uh, this was padded out, wasn't it? Yeah, it is, but not as bad as some others. I would agree. You know, I, mean, I would agree. I mean, for for example, it, it doesn't focus a lot on uh, everybody adds to the plot. Really, I mean, he, yeah. uh, 
unlike, you know, the last month when we talked about the goblin story and we spent like three issues with stupid kid, stupid kid with a stupid haircut, you know, <laughs> who added nothing to the story, you know, he yeah. it just, but it was like, we have like, you know, we got, we got half, we got 10 issues worth of, a, we got 10 pages worth of a story. So let's spread it out to two issues. So yeah. anyway, so part five starts where we're, we're uh, you know, we have uh, Doc Ock is getting, you know, they're getting ready to, uh, 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 sabotage the uh, the shuttle that's going to take the satellite it's up and then cool spray, the, spray the poison and everything. Yeah. And um, now Spider Man goes back home. Peter goes home, where Aunt May is feeling sorry about uh, feeling sorry about Nathan's Nathan's death. Um, let's see, boy, I haven't really. You know, this is it's been a while since I've read this. It's it's kind of like it's. Uh, uh, oh, I see. And then a brick, yeah, a brick falls and it looks like uh, uh, Peter leaves and uh, a brick from a building falls on him or he's about to fall on him. So Real quick, this is the, I think this issue is where Larson started doing black and red instead of the uh, blue and red, which is what he normally is. Well, that's, the, Larson, that's the colorist. <laughs> well, that's true. Larson's not coloring it. I know, but I think didn't, I think I've read somewhere Larson likes this color combo. Do you like the red and black, Jr.? I always I, have. I, 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 I kind of like it. I I always thought red and black was better for Spider-Man. I, I you know I I, I just do. I mean, yeah. but uh, I I can see why they made it red and blue because you know back in the early '60s or whatever he just would look flat. You know he wouldn't have had any definition. I mean, this uh, isn't black. It's just it's just like a really dark blue. Well. It looks black to me. I mean, because I, I, like you see it later on and it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's clearly, it's, it, it's, it's like, this is how it looks at nighttime, but I mean, like you yeah. see it in the same issue later on and it's clearly blue. Okay. It's just dark yeah. blue. So anyway, Aunt May's feeling sorry for her, for herself and Peter tries to comfort her and then Peter leaves uh, and uh, uh, a brick uh, falls from a building just like in front of him. Not like, not a, uh, a Mephisto not a, brick. Probably not a coin. No, it's not a Mephisto brick. Oh, <laughs> Lord. And uh, so this this looks pretty odd, you know, that, that uh, this brick would fall uh, right in front of Peter. Uh, and, of course, at the bottom of the page, we get I'll another. Get, uh, there exploitive, you go. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Good <laughs> grief. It's got so. nip. I mean, the art has nipples. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> It does. And then, uh, well, Peter, Peter knows that something's up, you know, he, uh, <laughs> he, he stop, Brad, no, so Brad, sorry. Brad, 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 so Brad, sorry, Brad, so Brad, sorry. Brad, Brad, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So anyway, so Peter is pretty suspicious. He knows that, uh, that brick didn't just fall by accident. Uh, and he's suspecting, uh, you know, he's suspecting Jonathan Caesar again and go to the next page. And what is it with Mary Jane's hair? Well, it's got its own panel. It looks like <laughs> wow. it, it, it's like, this is cause remember I told you like early on at the onset and we were talking about it and I was like, Oh, don't, we haven't even gotten to wow. the big hair yet. This is know? Medusa. This is not Mary Jane. Because it, it, it was like Larson was was drawing Spidey under the impression that Mary Jane was Starfire from the Teen Titans. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, that that yeah. We've lost JR. No, 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 no. I was just catching up with something here. Um 
<laughs> because uh, Mary Jane decides to, uh, you know, that, uh, that thinking about Jonathan Caesar again, she decides to go and buy herself a uh, 38 special. All right. Decides, decides to buy herself a gun. Uh, and uh, let's see. And then we, we get Jonathan Caesar again. And uh, he kills the director who. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he wants uh, he wants this guy to lure. He wants to use the director to lure Mary Jane to the studio, okay. and then he kills the director. Uh, and uh, so Peter's at the and the Peter's at the shuttle launch where the the Sinister Six is going to shoot their poison or whatever. And uh, <laughs> oh, so we get another we get another big fight with all the six. And really, that's basically what the rest of the story is. And the Sandman decides to. Uh, Betray. Actually, we have two panels now. We have a, a panel of Spider-Man and Mysterio. Okay, uh, page twenty-four. There you go. That's pretty. Yeah, that's a good shot. And then the Sandman decides that uh, to betray the rest of the six and gets between them and Spider-Man in another big panel. There you go. And there we go. Well, anyway, so Doc Ock is prepared for this. Turns Sandman into glass, and. To be honest, that's about all there is. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's just more of the fight, just just more fight. And uh, Spider-Man looks like he's going to be dead, you know, and they're going to get him. They're going to kill him. And then number, you know, and then finally we're getting to part number six. There you go. With die, 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 not doom, 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 doom. Like we're going <laughs> to get in the McFarlane issue. Okay. So anyway, the... Uh, well, we find out that, you know, Doc Ock's master plan, of course, is uh, once diffused into the atmosphere, this, this is Doc Ock's master plan. Okay? Actually, uh, they're going to, uh, uh, we'll make a, uh, he's going to cure cocaine addiction after breathing it. Any attempt to use drugs or revolting. Sub- oh, I see what it is. So he's, and so he's stolen yeah. this, uh, this element. And fortunately, you fools stole the world's only Burundite for me. And with so many, he's going to create cocaine addiction. With so many uh, rich and powerful individuals, slaves to cocaine and willing to remain that way, I'm certain I can parlay my supply of Burundite into enough influence to rule the world alone. So, so what? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I don't he, understand it. What? So he's going. So he's going to make everyone addicted to cocaine, and then they have the charge him to get a cure what, what's Quite going simply, on yeah i'm activating the poison dispersion device we loaded aboard the rocket yes i know what i said that we'd release the poison only if earth refused to make us its rulers but do you really think me stupid enough to carry out a threat only an idiot would destroy the entire planet he, 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 no. his plan his plan brad in a nutshell is to make every addict on earth okay uh have to pay extra because they have to take a a, a new drug to be able to take their drugs. Okay. And then he's going to conquer the earth. It's, it's, it's not a good plan. Wow. <laughs> so, so is this, the plan, plan is this complicated? And we're just, I, I know this is a comic book, but is he, is this just focused on cocaine addicts or is this anyone that takes a drug? No, no, no. He, he, he's talking about, it's going to make cocaine addiction a thing of the past. He's talking about oh, what he's okay. going to do is going to be even is going to be even worse, which doesn't even mesh with with the altruistic side that we actually see from Otto. That actually makes Otto an interesting character. That's been prevalent in in a lot of Otto's appearances. This is like base Otto. This is like 
This isn't even auto. I mean, so this, that, let, this let's say that there's auto. good there's good drugs out there like cancer medication or whatever uh, mental health. Drugs. No, no, no. This is specifically for people that are trying to get high. He actually he oh. actually says it, Brad. Okay. He says, right. After breathing in any attempt to use drugs will present an extreme convulsions, and the sole antidote is Barundite. Well, I mean, dr- some drugs are. I, well, he's talking about cocaine. I'm I'm pretty sure he's just talking about like like you know like junkies. Yeah, but know. yeah, okay. But I, you could be right. I mean, who knows? It's a, it's terrible either way. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around. This. It's, it's not. Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and 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 you know, Doctor Swan calls Peter in and says, "Oh, we have a real problem," uh, and it, you get it. Just the Earth is in great peril. Doctor Octopus's cure has a critical side effect. It's dissolving the ozone layer no, faster no. than all the aerosol sprays in the world. He was so focused on its primary effect that he could, didn't see that its ultimate result could be precisely the same as his bogus poison, the death of every creature on the planet. Uh, oh. so, so anyway, this is spinning out of control. Uh, and <laughs> And not only that, not only that, but, you know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mary Jane, you know, is lured to uh, is lured to meet with Jonathan Caesar again. And of course, I I don't know. Is she dressed like Madeline Pryor? I mean, didn't Madeline Pryor? I mean, go back to the previous. uh, Isn't isn't that like with the big? It didn't look like. No, uh, Madeline Pryor had underboob. You know, So Jonathan Caesar makes Mary, you know, uh, try uh, makes Mary Jane another pro- uh, proposition that she can't refuse. But then a couple of days, a couple of pages later, guess what happens? All right, this is the answers you've been waiting for, Brad. I, I, here, let me get to it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. There's that guy at your service. Officer Goldman shows up apparently to save the day. Right. 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 But. He just decides to take uh, take matters into his Boom. own hands. Wow, I forgot he, about that. Yeah, and he blows. Uh, he kills Jonathan Caesar because he is obsessed with Mary He's Jane. He's the new stalker of Mary Jane. I'm afraid I told you a bit of a fib, Mary Jane. You see, I'm your biggest fan. Wow. With the Mo Howard haircut. I forgot about this dude. At, I, I was thinking Jonathan Caesar. I, I don't even remember this dude. Well, he didn't very long. Yeah. So Spider-Man is, tries. Is he, is he, when does that story wrap up? Does That's that go on for- right? Right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this is the end. Mary, Mary Jane. Never mind. We'll get. Okay. We'll get, Keep, there. We'll get there. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Spider-Man tracks Doc Ock down to his lair, and of course, and and we get uh, our splash panel, uh, which is page nineteen. Yep, I'm getting there. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. That's cool looking. All the arms around them wrapped up pretty good. That's nice. So then, you know, we go from the fight, we go back to officer Goldman and, uh, and Mary Jane, and we find out that, uh, it was officer Goldman who was trying to kill Peter, who knocked the, knocked the brick off. And, uh, well, Mary Jane, of course, refuses the, uh, refuses officer Goldman's off offer to run away with her. And so he's gonna, you know, he can't have her. Nobody will. So that kind of thing. Yep. All right. Doc Ock, Spider-Man fight, Mary Jane, Officer Goldman, you know, she uh, sprays him with pepper spray and then she knocks him out with her purse. There's a really good juxtaposition of those two pages 
where on the one you've got Jonathan Caesar on the on the ground dead and Mary Jane's uh, on one side, and then you've got the other panel where she says Mary Jane's on the other side, and then you've got Officer Goldman that's knocked out. I, mm-hmm. I, I like I kind of like the juxtaposition here, I'll, I'll there. The, yeah, let's see here. Jonathan Caesar at the bottom. Yeah. Him on the bottom of the other page. Yeah. Interesting. I, li- I, I like never that. noticed that. That's and good. Yet, and yet it's another uh, it's another uh, uh, entry into the long line of uh, of times when uh, Mary Jane beat ass. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. She's so, taking out the chameleon stalkers. Uh, <laughs> many people. Oh. Yeah. So well, th- so they figure out how to 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 uh, fix the thing that Doc Ock has, uh, you know, to fix the ozone layer or whatever. But they got to get something into space with, but they, and they don't have another rocket. So guess who they call? Thor. Another guest star. They call another guest star. Uh, so he flies high with his 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 trusty hammer, Moljanori or whatever, <laughs> and uh, delivers the antidote. Say it Say with me. me. Say it with me, Brad Fettinger. <laughs> oh, hey. Mjolnir. 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 But that, that you're starting a car. <laughs> but there's, there's. I hate you like herpes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So they save the world. Spider Man beats Ock They save the world. He goes, uh, you know, he goes back home and uh, to Mary Jane, and they both say, hey, honey, you won't believe the day I've had. And smile, embrace, joy too is for sharing. Explanations can wait. The end. That said, that that was that was the end. It was right. better than the next time the Sinister Six appeared. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, yeah, that, we should do that one. What the we, adjective we have, was? We have done that. Oh, one. we've done it, that it, one. It's, Gog it's is in that one. Yeah, it's and that's the one where like the guest stars are rampant. They're all part of it now. The Hulk, yeah. and Captain America. Well, that's when Spider Man got his robotic deathlock. That's arm. when he got the deathlock arm. Yeah, that's when, uh, that's when uh, Doctor Octopus kicked the crap out of the Hulk, Brad. Oh, I hate. Well, Peter David said, "I'm fixing that." In I know. His own book. I, I know. remember that. I know. I know. So, Jr. Was this a good month of amazing? Or th- was no, this it a good was, three months? Three months. <laughs> was this a good it summer was always, story? It was nice, you know. It's it's one of those things it's that not, it's not awful. I don't. It's think. not awful, but it's like it's so much of uh, it's so typical of Michelini's run. Hmm. You know, a six part, yeah. uh, a six part, very noisy story. Yeah, like assass- like the assassins. Yeah, what the is assassination that thing? plot. Assassination, assassination plot. Yeah, round robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it's just a very noisy, loud six part. You know, about sound and fury signifying nothing. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it has no impact. I mean, it was nice to see the Sinister Six together. It was nice to see Doc Ock, yeah. uh, but you know, the, 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 they, they wrap up, you know, and then the, the whole Jonathan Caesar, Mary Jane stalker thing is wrapped up I and it's totally up forgot he died here. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it's like it, he's killed by another stalker, you know? And uh, so we yep. have two, we had two guys obsessed with Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, and then of course the art is, as you saw is, is, is what it, what is do tr- you think of the art? Because I'm very mixed on it. Like the splash pages are awesome. Like I, I think his splash, the splash is good. pages are good, but it's, but it's like, again, silly things like Mary Jane's hair taking up an entire page. And then yeah. everybody with these yeah. hairy backs, you know, I mean, all this mm-hmm. hair uh, and everybody just pretty well being, you know, and Mary Jane, like I said, written, you know, the, the, the a lot of eye candy type shots. Well, that, uh, was, that was 90s too. I, that was I, when- Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. Another part of it is, and, and since we're talking about art, uh, we're talking about Larson. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I actually think Larson got a lot better after he left Marvel. Really? Yeah, when he was doing I, like... I, I really I, didn't follow his Savage Dragon I, stuff. I did. I, I read Savage. That was one of the few Image comics that I actually read because it actually yeah. did have a story. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, his... I like his art, but I think his art on Spider-Man was not as good as the stuff that he did later on. Well, you know, when he came back to Spider-Man during Mackey's run, it was I didn't care for it either. He came, he he actually came back in the last couple of years too. Uh, he did a Spider-Man Big Shot or something. Yeah, but like he hadn't that. gone over to Image at that point. I don't think did he? No, I'm Have talking. He? About, yes, he came back in in at the end of Burn Mackey. And within the last couple of years, he came back and did Spider-Man again. Yeah, I, I know. He, well, when he came back during Burn Mackey, that was when he was phoning it in because he hated the story so much. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Doc Ock did get away, Ira. Uh, it, one of those things where uh, Doc said, Aha, I guess you got a bigger problem on your hands than me. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So, I mean, the, really the story, uh, I was going to say the story petered out, uh, but uh, it just, it was one, it, it, I don't know what to say. It, it was the nineties, you know, it was a, a stupid plot, uh, an yeah. overly complicated, stupid plot, you know, meaning a lot of meaningless guest star appearances added. It, put, it, and it just kind of ended with the thought, you know, put, yeah. putting this up against a lot of the other stuff that came out in the nineties. Oh, this was actually pretty good compared to a lot of other. I'll give you that. It was, but it, it, it did something special for Jr. Wow. It, it, it killed. That's special for all of us. Look at that. This took him out. Like Nathan, Nathan was widely. You know, Peter often thinks about what if I, if I didn't snap the neck of Gwen Stacy, when I caught her, I don't know. Yeah. That's not to say he would have, it looks like he should have snapped a whole lot more than Nathan, you know, with his <laughs> fragile, brittle little bones. I'm sure everything snapped inside Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there were parts of Nathan that hurt that he never even felt before. So, oh my God, I didn't even yeah. know it was a part. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this 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 was a thing that should have been better than it was. The return of the Sinister Six after what uh, 25 years or something like that. It should have been better than it was, but it was just another one of those dumb mundane yeah. plots. And, yeah. So but there were some memorable panels in this review. Yeah, we got that one. We can't forget that one. It's not that's not a memorable panel. It, it, we're, I'm I can't forget it. Oh, uh, <laughs> the uh, the hairy back with the pointing down to the crotch yeah. that was um, um, very embarrassing. <laughs> um, if 1990 is when uh, McFarlane went over and did uh, the the lizard story, so I'm thinking this came out the summer of when Spider-Man One came out. Am I incorrect in that? You think, Jr.? I, I honestly I, is this the know. same summer of? I think it September, is September 1990 is uh, when this last issue was out. Uh, but yeah. that's, I think that's about. I think that is about right. Yeah. You know, er, everything was just. Er, it was the 90s, and everything was getting dumb, loud, and, and, and pointless. Yeah. And and this is better. Like George says, it's, it's this is better than most. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. 
But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 